You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. Today we celebrate Corpus Christi, the solemnity of the body and blood of the Lord. And so as we have moved through the Easter season and concluded it with Pentecost, the celebration of the coming of the Holy Spirit, uh, we then had last Sunday, Trinity Sunday, where we celebrate the revelation of God as a Trinity, not just in the sense of knowing that those things that maybe we learned in our catechism classes about the nature of God, but also the love that God has for us and the functions he has as Father, Abba Father, as the Son coming to save us and giving up and forsaking his only begotten Son for our sake. Then of course the Holy Spirit's coming in order to help us to seek salvation, that God does it all for us, the great love that he has for us. And then today we celebrate the gift of the Eucharist that Jesus left us at the Last Supper, that he commanded us to do in memory of him. And so sometimes we as human beings can forget about things. And so the Eucharist is not only a reminder, but it's also God himself, the real presence. Jesus made that clear several times. We as Catholics, um, there are a few other denominations uh, that believe in the real presence of the Eucharist, but not a lot, and it's a shame because the gift that we receive, the gift of his grace to strengthen us, allows us to actually live the life by the power of the Holy Spirit that God wants us to live, and deep down, we want to live if we really think about it. And so our bishop this weekend on this last, about what I call the power feast, has sent a pastoral letter I'm supposed to read it. I hope I don't butcher it. Um, I don't do too well reading, so I'll try to make it quasi-interesting, but I'm not the bishop, and so some of the language I may not be able to hit as well as he could if he were here in person, but he can't be in every parish at one time. Uh, he can't bilocate or trilocate or 121 locate, so I'm going to read it. And, uh, and then at the end, just a few comments uh, before uh, we begin the Liturgy of the Eucharist. So this is from Bishop Desitel, our beloved bishop. Dear friends in Christ, the church celebrates this weekend the solemnity of the body and blood of the Lord. The celebration invites us to reflect on that most precious gift given to us by our Savior, Jesus Christ, the sacrament of the most holy Eucharist. In the Eucharist, the promise of Jesus that he would always be with us until the close of the ages is fulfilled. The Eucharist was instituted by our Lord when, seated with his apostles at the Last Supper, he took bread and wine and said, this is my body, this is my blood, do this in memory of me. In the Eucharist, we are changed and become the food we eat. Jesus told the crowds after the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, you should be looking for true food my own body and blood. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has everlasting life, and I will raise him up on the last day. The Holy Eucharist is a sacrament and a sacrifice in which the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ is contained, offered, and received. A sacrament is an outward sign that contains true reality. Bread and wine are the outward sign 
which when the words of Jesus are pronounced by the priest, become the true body and blood of the Lord. The Eucharist is a sacrifice because the whole redemptive work of Jesus Christ, his life, his perfect obedience to the will of the Father, his suffering, death on the cross, resurrection and ascension are made present on the altar and offered to God the Father. In his presence on the altar, we are joined to him to give the most perfect worship to God and atonement for our sins. He is the perfect lamb of God offered for our sins. Jesus Christ is truly present under the form of bread and wine. The complete Jesus is present under the form of bread and completely present under the form of wine. We receive his body and blood when we receive Holy Communion. It is our spiritual nourishment and the pledge of our everlasting life. On this solemnity, let us all renew our love and devotion to Jesus Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist. We should assist at Mass as often as possible, most especially on all Sundays, the Lord's Day. Many of the faithful have a devotion to daily Mass. Why not stop and make a visit to the Blessed Sacrament in church sometimes and spend quite quiet time with Jesus present in the tabernacle? The church has many devotions to the Eucharist, benediction, Eucharistic processions, praying the rosary before the tabernacle, and more. The beautiful prayer of St. Thomas Aquinas highlights this great treasure that is ours as Catholics. O holy banquet in which Christ is received, the memory of his passion is renewed, the soul is filled with grace, and there is given to us the pledge of everlasting life. With every good wish, I am, for faithful yours in Christ, Most Reverend J. Douglas Desertel, D.D., Bishop of Lafayette. That's exactly what I was going to say in my homily. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, sometimes I think when we come to Mass every weekend, and many of you every day, the temptation is to make the extraordinary ordinary, because it becomes habit, it becomes routine. It becomes taken for granted. And so today, as we are reminded of the specialness of this gift that God has left for us, the presence of Christ among us until the end of time, uh, that we will have a brief Eucharistic procession after communion, and then we'll leave the church in silence. I'll give instructions as we move along the way. We do this on Holy Thursday, so many of you are familiar with it, but it's a way to remind us of how wonderful a gift the Eucharist is how he surrounds the body of Christ as we move around the nave and the transepts. And then we'll place the Eucharist on the altar, exposed for adoration until 3 p.m. when we'll have benediction. I'll be here from two to three, and I'll, we'll close that hour with the benediction. And so if you are able sometime today, be sure to uh, maybe stop by, make a visit as the bishop said. It doesn't have to be today, obviously it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. We'll do our usual blessing. And maybe renew the zeal that we have for the Eucharist. I see our first communion children come dressed in their little suits and their white dresses, receiving so reverently for the first time. We should try to make sure that we ourselves 
renew that zeal, that innocence, the reality of what is being given to us just as they for the first time in a very special way receive the Eucharist each spring. It's my favorite day of the year precisely because of that. It reminds me of how much God loves me, that he's with me, and that he will make me better when I leave the church because of having received that gift of his grace. And so, just a moment, I do want to wish Happy Father's Day to everybody. Uh, certainly becomes uh, something very new to me that my father is not here for the last couple of years on earth. Uh, and as I'd like to jokingly say, my dad gets smarter the older I get. Isn't that amazing? And so as we celebrate fatherhood today, it is diminished in our society. Gentlemen, your mission is important. Every statistic points out that successful boys and girls generally will come from a home where they have a father who is active in their lives with an active spiritual life and did what fathers do. Make sure that we keep our eyes on the prize on that first vocation, just as I mentioned at Mother's Day. It is the most important thing that we do, being a good father. And being a good father is not defined by the world. It is defined by God. It is defined by Christ. It is defined by the goodness that he has taught us. So everything that we do in that vocation is Christ-like. And that can include discipline. Jesus did that as well. I think we have a little problem with that in our society. But the teaching of children, being present, and by the way, nothing says love like time. So know of my appreciation for each and every one of you. It's my appreciation for my father grows. We pray that you will be able to continue to fulfill that most important vocation and know of your church's support for it whenever you might need.